to the Game Central podcast, episode 11, and what the podcast we have for you today. Well, I would say that. I think it would be negative to start any podcast by saying, hello and welcome to this podcast. I know you've tuned in hoping to hear well-informed news and reviews from the world of gaming, but it's best you just give this for miss because it's mainly full of nonsense and crap, which would be a total lie, wouldn't it, guys? That's false. That's a false thing that you just said. Yeah. I'm saying that would definitely be lying if I said that. But of course, that isn't the truth, is it? It's official, guys. We are now on iTunes. Wow, that's the future right there. Gareth, have you ever had anything on iTunes before? Uh, no. Guy, how about you? Not really, no. What do you mean, not really? You either have or you haven't. Well, no, I suppose I haven't. Well, there you go. Thanks for being honest. It's <laughs> nice to know that we have our own little contribution to gaming that will remain on the internet for our children to listen to and our children's children long after we are gone. I don't mean our children, Gareth. And even if we did trade the vows of civil partnership, I very much doubt that we would pass the eligibility of the adoption process as it is quite strenuous and in-depth and two parents who would sit there playing games all day would not make great parents which is probably why mine left me. Sad face. What's <laughs> 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 that funny? Family left me. You know that that's quite a harsh. But on that depressing note, let's get this party started. Talking of adoption being the only possible way of having children, oh, I'd like to introduce you to the first of our regular contributors. There's not much I can say about Guy Whitlock that you don't already know. He is such a one-dimensional character that it makes it difficult for me to write these intros every week. But I feel that now we're on iTunes, I cannot just let fall for a tirade of insults, as I usually do, because now we may have a number of new listeners, and I do not want them to feel put off by some of it, which may seem out of context. I could say one testicle doesn't know much about games, but in the grand sense of things, Guy, new listeners will not know what we're talking about. So we want to give them a bit of a recap. But I feel now that we're on iTunes, I cannot just let it go. So to allow new listeners to be brought up to speed, I will simply list Guy's growth. I don't mean his now predominant third testicle that has mastered the art of speech and much more eloquently than Guy, I may add, throughout the last 10 podcasts. It was immediately obvious that Guy was a pretty simple fellow and he would obviously regularly read from the back of gaming boxes when trying to decide his favourite games. His inability to maintain the knowledge of games he played or form a coherent argument quickly bred hatred and a feeling of being led under false pretenses to to produce a gaming podcast with someone who knew very little about games in the beginning. Also, his inability to to talk to women has led to a rather violent and unsubstantiated hatred towards the fairer sex, be it single mothers, women in management in his local game shop, or females who have the audacity to cosplay rather than reside where they should be. As Guy says in his own words, in the bloody kitchen. (laughs) With Guy's rather outdated views on where women stand in today's society, it was no surprise when he was met with little sympathy when he declared that he would eat his own testicle if he didn't complete South Park The Stick of Truth by podcast number nine. It didn't turn up and he was forced to eat his testicle live on air. 
So that pretty much sums up Guy. If he were an animal, he would be some kind of parasite, leeching on others throughout life. But like some parasites, this relationship is beneficial. A fly cleaning the arsehole of a donkey, or a maggot cleaning a festering wound. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our very own parasite, Guy Whitlock. Good evening. Hi, Guy. I'm sorry to refer to you as a kind of parasite, but you understand it is quite true. You kind of latch on to mine and Gareth's gaming gland, and you suck it dry for your own amusement. You're <laughs> Thank you. So, Guy, you just want to say hello to any potential new listeners out there on the World Wide Web in iTunes. Hello, potential new listeners out there on the World Wide Web on iTunes. Look at me. I'm a hipster. Well done. The second of the Game Central regular trio is far more mysterious. It's not that he is not interesting, he is purely mysterious. Gareth Williams is a strange character. He is like Marmite. He is made of yeast, is sticky, <laughs> and tastes like absolute shit. Not that I've tasted him. Gareth is a peculiar beast. Someone at first who seems like a kind fellow, but someone who has a dark, hairy, and twisted mind. He has built his own supercomputer and... Not much else in the last 10 weeks. One of the most common questions Gareth is asked is, why have you blocked me on Facebook? <laughs> well, more specifically, me and Guy are asked to relay this message to him. <laughs> but I am legally obliged at this point to include that, of course, no one actually cares as to why they blocked him. Uh, he blocked them. It would just be nice to know, wouldn't it, Guy? Yes. Gareth's goal is to one day block everyone on Facebook <laughs> and act like he is alone who wanders the high internet highway like some sort of technological I am legend. That is absolutely beautiful, Gareth, if you'd just like to say hi to any potential new listeners out there via iTunes. Hello, new iTunes listeners. Oh, there we go. Do you feel like we're a bit more uh, bit more futuristic now, guys? Yeah. I, I, resent, yeah? I resent saying that I've done nothing in ten weeks. Well, I was yeah. trying to think about, uh, you know, we often... Uh, abused guy, but I found that in doing so, we've kind of neglected our own personalities on the podcast. <laughs> you know, I'm sure we're well-rounded, well-rounded individuals. But when well-rounded. I sat down, well-rounded guy. Um, when I sat down to talk about our personalities, I kind of thought, well, we haven't really established any personality because we spend most of it just picking apart guy. So from this week onwards, Gareth, I'd like to kind of not bully you or you two bully me, but I'd like to kind of. Let's get to know Gareth Williams a bit more. Hey, let's ask Rob about his life a little bit more. Because all we know is that I'm part of a broken family, which isn't nice. So what a show we have for you today. As usual, we have your usual gaming news. News that is so hot that I'm glad it is not a physical object because I would not be able to hold it. And even if I did, I would need protective clothing and also be assisted by the local fire department so that they could safely transport it away when I'm finished. That is literally how hot today's news is. Talking of hot, we'll be speaking to games journalist Vanessa Gonzalez. Well, I say hot, but that's going by a Facebook picture, something I've learned not to rely on as a gauge in the level of hotness after all of the no-makeup selfies that have been going on all this week. That raised awareness for cancer. Yes, it did raise my awareness of cancer, but it also raised my awareness of just how much women rely on makeup. Disgusting. I mean, as guys, we don't really have that to fall back on. Oh, I look like a right minger. I'm just going to put loads of makeup on my face. We have to go out there and face the world just the way we look. I, I don't. 
That's why I grow so much hair. <laughs> to cover <laughs> it up as much as possible. And also, we're going to speak to Vanessa about how she got into games journalism. Yes, Guy, women can be journalists. <laughs> this is a, a career path that is open to women as well. Sorry if that annoys you. We also have our usual segments, which include our weekly competition. What is the game that Rob is reading the back of? Can you tell what it is? He is reading the back of the box he is holding. It's up to you to guess what that game is. Guy will be spreading rumours regarding his conversations with Nintendo boss Shiguro Miyamoto via SMS text messages. And also, to round it off nicely, in a nice, beautiful gaming sandwich with what have we been playing being the slice of bread that sits on top. If you are listening to this podcast for the very first time and under the category it said gaming, do not worry, we do at times talk about games. But right now, it's the fact. Here is the news. Gaming news podcast jingle that Gareth has just inserted when he was editing the podcast. He didn't do it that well last week because some stuff was still remaining. It makes you think what he was doing all of Wednesday and some of Thursday. It wasn't up to his usual standards, but I still liked it. News! Okay, guys, how are you both feeling today? Fine. Gareth, how are you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good. It really is a good day, isn't it? Uh, it's alright. It rained a bit. I've got toothache and I had to go to the job centre. But yeah, no, no, you had to search for a job. Dentist. What? How many times I told you toothache, dentist, job, job centre. My dentist appointment's on Thursday. Oh, you said I had a toothache and I had to go to the job centre. I'm presuming you went there and just complained <laughs> about the toothache. Uh, listen, Carol, I've got toothache. Uh, I don't know yeah. what you want me to do about that, Gareth. It's a. Uh... Oh, Carol's got a... He's got a big voice, Yeah, I got mixed up. Back for you, Carol. Will you be my friend? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, that sounds like something I'd say to Guy, and I'm very sorry, Gareth. <laughs> if you've found that. I'm comfortable enough with myself that I'm not offended by that. You're not going to storm off halfway through? No. No? Well, that's really nice to know, because some of us have done that in the past. I'm not going to name who, but it wasn't me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so news for today, guys. What are we looking at? News has reached us, not just us, people across the world. We can't just claim that this is an exclusive to us. That there is a new virtual, sorry, virtual reality headset coming out by Sony. And Gareth, would you like to take it away, please? Yep, it was at uh, GDC last week uh, when they showed the PlayStation 4's virtual reality headset, which they're calling... Project Morpheus. Oh, which in itself is a copyright infringement. And we actually have workers on our Game Central Lives site who actually spot copyright infringements and will then bring it up with the rest of the group. So hopefully they won't be on the back of Sony claiming that they are taking the name of Morpheus, one of the most popular of all of the uh, Matrix characters, played by the lovely Lawrence Fishburne. Or is well, it Fishbourne? I think we it's Fishbourne. But uh, Morpheus... He's like he's a Greek god, isn't he? He's like the Greek god of, of, well, of vision you know, or something. Where do you go to complain about the Greek god of vision? You know, if if Matrix has taken that copyright, who do we then talk to? Which Greek god handles all the copyright issues? Probably Zeus. Pro- he's probably got most of uh, the uh, the paperwork to do. He's, he's got the patents. 
really right, does. So, are you ex- are you excited about virtual reality, Gareth? Yes, I am unfortunately too poor to have experienced it myself. Uh, I, I've tried it. Like my friends got a Oculus Rift, and I've tried his, and I've tried it at um, Play Expo. Who's friend? Gabe Newell. How did he get his hands on an Oculus Rift? But <laughs> like he just sits there with it. He's sure it's not a shoebox, and he's just lying to you. No, my friend right. went in for the Kickstarter. He paid like two hundred and fifty pounds uh, to get wow. a dev kit. Yeah, wow. there you go. So is he actually developing for it, or no? He just <laughs> no. now owns one. So does it actually? Do, is there anything available to actually play just, on it? Just sits there and uses imagination. <laughs> just no, just pretends to be. There's loads to play on it. I played the roller coaster demo. I played the Tuscan wow. house demo. Oh wow! I played a demo where you're in space and you're just floating around the Earth. Why have you never thought to mention this before? This it's, looks quite it's interesting. Literally never come up before. Oh, I suppose we never have spoken about virtual reality, but they don't sound like games, Gareth. They just sound like sort of demos that you can experience and then go, "Hmm, that's nice." Uh, what do I do next? <laughs> well, at, um, at Play Expo in Manchester in October, I got to play uh, on the Oculus Rift there, and that was actually playing a game. Well, what game did you play? Sword Fighter. Oh, what's it called? It's it's like a World War Two shooter. Um, ah, you like playing a ship and you shoot things down not a ship a fucking plane you're in a plane <laughs> one's aquatic and one's in the air you're in a plane and you're shooting down other planes and it's set in like uh, world war 2 is it called that Sturmovic game yes it was I.L. Sturmovic yeah, yeah. L2 Sturmovic so I played that on Oculus Rift and that was cool did they have kind of like a fan blowing your hair at the same time no it's... so it felt like you were actually flying through the air <laughs> No, it's really weird because, like, through the speakers, you could just hear loads of people around you talking about, I don't know, PC games and <laughs> bullshit like. So it, was, it wasn't very. Uh... Kind of breaks the effect. Yeah, it? it wasn't very immersive, but no, the visuals are really cool. And apparently, the um, the Sony version at GDC they had a demo where you're like being lowered into water with a shark. Oh, it sounds dear. terrifying. It does, but also, how many times would you do that before you got bored? I would oh, be able to. Oh, about three times. After a certain number of times, <laughs> you wouldn't be able to masturbate over it anymore. No, you wouldn't. It, would would. Be you wouldn't, it wouldn't even twitch, wouldn't it? Would it? Gareth likes being in extreme danger <laughs> when masturbating, as you already know. Right. This is what I said. In this podcast, we're going to be delving a little deeper into the psyche of Gareth Williams. He used to actually bash over nature <laughs> programs like Planet Earth with David Attenborough. Oh, damn. <laughs> this good. is the blue whale swimming gracefully through the sea. Oh, oh, oh I'd like it's blowhole. But anyway. <laughs> uh, right, anyway, yes. Uh, the technology in it is actually pretty good. Like, it's going to be 1080p. And apparently it'll work with the, like, the move camera. But this is what I'm saying, Gareth, right? Okay. They're saying that screens are going to be HD as standards. Yeah. Well, they better be. It's the future. It's a futuristic object that's coming to me. If it was like in black and white, yes, and it was but... like a silent film, I wouldn't be interested. You have to remember the uh, Xbox One is a futuristic console. That doesn't. Yeah, but it's in HD. So... Yeah, but it's not 1080p, is it? What's your face? But what I'm saying is, <laughs> when you get up close, what they were saying, when you get up close, the eye can't really 
uh, differentiate between the different definitions when it's that close to your face. So I don't care which one I get. Uh, whichever one makes me look less of a bell end, to be honest. <laughs> I'd like horns coming out the top of it. That would sway me either way. If the Oculus Rift has a pair of horns, I will buy that one. If Sony's version has horns, I'll buy that one. Just so I look really good when wearing it. And I can wear it outside as a kind of fashion accessory. But to be honest, the new Morpheus does look more sexy, doesn't it? It's more inviting. It's got that kind of blue neon light that's sort of synonymous with PlayStation 4 now. It's quite like Daft Punky to look yeah, it at. Looks quite cool. Yeah. It does look cool. And like the it's apparently it's going to be pretty much on par with Oculus Rift. The two will be just as good as each other. Yeah. Um, and also like obviously in the past few days Xbox have come out and said we're working on virtual reality too guys. It's going, yeah. it's going to be cool. <laughs> we're in. It's like, yeah. but, you know, with the with the move they took the Wii controller and made it a bit worse. Um uh-huh. so what what if Project Morpheus is just a worse version of the Virtual Boy? Wow, guy! I don't think that that is possible. <laughs> just, to, just, oh, I don't know. No, like, no, the Virtual Boy was awful, wasn't it? Apparently. Well, yeah, it'll, it'll, it. it'll work with you know with your move controllers and your camera, so that like when you bend your knee yeah. in real life, your character's knee will bend. But the but move the controller game, was crap. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It and was games good. have to be games have to be designed around this sort of yeah. VR stuff. It can't be an added on. Also includes VR play. It needs to be games that... No, but you know what I mean. Not yeah. like 3D was. 3D was either take it or leave it. And people yeah. seem to have, like pretty much have left it. Okay, think... The VR headset needs to have software built around it. You know, it's in something that's so like game core gameplay changing so soon into like a console life seems a bit... You know, well, it's a prototype, to be fair. It won't be out for uh, like yeah. a few years. I mean, I'm probably. looking forward to it, but... I, mean, I, I think just... having tried an Oculus Rift for myself, I genuinely think this is the future. You think it's a proper faddy, like gl- not glitchy. What we're <clears> talking <throat> about, it's like a sort of you know flash in the pan thing, like 3D was. But when you try it for yourself, it's like holy shit. This shit. Yeah, because we were yeah. saying like, what is going to be the moment where you think, bang, wow, that is the next generation. We were talking about that with Rory, weren't we, a few weeks ago? Yeah. When we were saying we're seeing pretty much. With infamous second son. Okay, it's pretty, but there's nothing that's slapping you in the face saying, Welcome to the next generation, bitch! <laughs> Which I think is something that Oculus Rift uh, or Morpheus could um, could bring about. You know, you see it, you look around, you shoot a few objects, bang, I am straight here in the future now. <laughs> yeah, we talk about that with, uh, with Don as well. Um, like, I... It, it, it's a good chance to plug this. Uh, I'll be going to... Plug- I'll be going to the Play Expo in Blackpool in May, and they'll have Oculus Rifts there. So if people are thinking, oh, I'm like an hour away from Blackpool and I want to try that out, then you can look that up. Uh, And it's a really fun event as well, so... What happens if you're about an hour and ten minutes away, Gareth, or even 90 minutes? (laughs) Uh, Should they still think that, or is an hour pretty much the limit? Well, you know, train prices are such now where an hour and ten minutes away is probably like 50 train the other day. They are so bloody expensive, aren't they? Yeah. It's not yeah. very uh, very convenient, ironically. It's not. Right, so, <clears throat> so VR. Are you going to be a VR trooper? Yes or no? <laughs> you don't know what VR troopers are, Guy? <clears throat> no, no, I do, but just... Get a life. Was... Oh, you do. <laughs> Get a life. <laughs> so, 
So are you going to look like a VR trooper come summer guy or whenever they're going to decide to release it? Well, it depends how much it costs, which I'm Excellent. guessing it's going to be a lot. Gareth, are you going to be a VR trooper? Uh, yes, definitely. And I may well join you if it doesn't give me motion. <laughs> oh, you yeah, will. Oh, AIDS. Okay. AIDS. It'll give us AIDS, Gareth. Why didn't you tell us before? <laughs> wow. If that's what you have to do to have a go on it, then you can count me out. <laughs> but so anyway, Assassin's Creed Unity has just been mistakenly, yeah, right, announced by Ubisoft. Apparently there was a leak. Um, guys had a few of them this week. But um, what we're looking at is I don't want any more uh, Ubisoft. Just let me be. I don't care anymore about Assassin's Creed. Gareth doesn't care anymore about nope. Assassin's Creed. Guy doesn't care anymore about Assassin's Creed. We don't want another one. We don't need another one. The game is fundamentally broken. If you're listening to this Ubisoft, or specifically Jade Raymond, yes, Guy, she is a female working in the games industry with quite a lot of power in Ubisoft, please, please just take it back to the drawing board, go away for three years, come back and knock us away with your new game engine and a game system that doesn't make you feel like a running lunatic. So in your attempt to make me sound like a sexist pig, you've actually just blamed the downfall of the Assassin's Creed franchise on a female. No, I basically haven't, Guy. I yeah, have uh, yeah, you, you effectively told... To the one person I know that works within Ubisoft, not that I know her, but if someone from Ubisoft listens to this podcast, they can then bring it to Jade Raymond's attention. Okay, I'm thinking ahead. If we yeah. just say Ubisoft in general then no one's really going to take much notice because they'll just pass the blame on to someone else. That, but true. we've seen we've seen the screenshots, haven't we, guys? And it's yet again another copy and paste Assassin's Creed game. Oh, I'm a moody assassin. Look at me with my head, my head, my hood up, and my hidden blades. Don't I look cool? I'm going to run up and down the Notre Dame building, if that's what it's called. Guy? This is your what? story, guy. Why are you Wait, letting this silence what? continue? <laughs> I just want to see how long it's going for. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh. <laughs> I think that was the longest silence we've had in the last fourteen hours of speaking. So you know, thank you very bad. much. Well, Gareth will edit it out with his editing skills. Oh yeah, okay. right. going to be a busy week for me this week. Yes, yeah, because we're shortening it this podcast to only ten minutes, which is what. <laughs> been asking for as it goes on too long apparently like people force themselves to listen to it all the way through and they're sitting there going oh it's too long i can't listen to it anymore but i can't turn it off you can't turn it off listen to half an hour a day when walking on your way to work it's nice you can decide to do that right so guy assassin's creed are we ready for another one are we going to unify over this or is it literally just going to pull us apart i see what you did there Thank you. It's, it's subtitled uni. Um, I had to be honest, um, until you said about this earlier, I paid no, absolutely no attention to it being announced because I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I didn't care about Assassin's Creed before number four, and I'm not going to care afterwards unless there's pirates, which there isn't. So. I'm a simple no. man like that. As you've already said, I'm a very simple. But simple. you know what you like, that guy? And yeah, you, know, you can't, can't not. Do that. you know what you I know don't what like? like? The French oh. Revolution. Oh dear, racist uh, and sexist. <laughs> the, for time, I might have to cut out the word revolution. Just yeah. f- just to make it shorter, you know, the podcast shorter. Yeah, yeah, right, cool. 
Do you know what I don't like? The French. Well, excellent. Let's not get any more racist. (laughs) So there we go. I want, talking of what I don't want from Ubisoft, Ubisoft, what I do want is Far Cry 4. Far Cry 3 last year was, I'm sure everyone would agree, a big surprise. I was expecting it to be an okay shooter, but what it was is a well-rounded, brilliant, in-depth first-person shooter with great game mechanics, and it felt genuinely fresh, and I felt like I was on an island overrun by maniacs. Anyone else like Far Cry 3? Yeah, it's great. It was a great game, wasn't it? And it's the sort of thing that you can see becoming better with the next generation. We're talking about a game that we're left wanting more, unlike Assassin's Creed, where I literally feel like I've literally just completed Assassin's Creed 4, which I pretty much have, and now they're trying to stuff another one down my throat, like some kind of bizarre porn movie. Um, I want Far Cry 4. I want it now, and I would want it now. Gareth wants it now, and Guy wants it now. So Jade Raymond, I know you don't work on this game, (laughs) but... Just go down to the guys that are making it and say, well done, thank you, on our behalf. A lot of people uh, seem really excited that it's going to be in the Himalayas for some reason. Yeah, Snow, I mean, with Skyrim, even though it was technically better than Oblivion, uh, yeah. with vastly better combat and storyline, <laughs> yeah. I think that the kind of snow regions were the less kind of, they had less character about them. I don't know about you guys, but... Mm. I love a bit of snow, but I mean, the, like, it seemed like as soon as people saw, like, is it in the Himalayas? Maybe they got dead excited. And I don't know where that came from. How much it's snow is too much snow? This no- <laughs> but that's the question, isn't it? At what point <laughs> is there too much snow? There's just snow everywhere. And you know what I liked about Far Cry was it was a real tropical setting. It felt dirty, it felt dusty, and it felt like you were really battling these guys. But if it's just snow, there's not much real character you can make out of snow. You know, there'll be an odd snowman here and there, um, snowball fights you'll be able to pick with the guards. But other than that, I can't see any. There's rideable elephants. So what in the snow, guy? No, that's what I was about to say. Exactly. Guy's been looking so at on a deeper level. Go, so guy. So there's not. It's not going to be all snow, is it? It'll be the Himalayas. Isn't just like unless it's set in the dead middle of the Himalayas. Oh, not sorry, just snow you, everywhere. Boy. Yeah. Well, it's not. So, there's just a section of the world that's completely covered from the ground ground level up to the top of the mountain. It's just in snow. Do you not know how mountains work? No, guy. But I'd like you to tell us right now. Well, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I'll actually tell Home you what happens next week. Tectonic plates underneath the earth are constantly shifting and sometimes no, that's no listen to me guy <laughs> hey this is not just about gaming right. you know you can learn something right. today and when they hit each other okay when these plates hit each other they kind of rise up okay <laughs> they do and that's where all the magma and stuff and all the pressure comes in mm. when the magma bursts forth so it's kind of like if you get your hands and you hold them either side of your face straight and then you push them into each other, the tips of your fingers, you'll see that they start arching up. Are you doing this, guy? Excellent. And you'll <laughs> see that that's how volcanoes are formed, okay? Not like they are in Mario. Who, who, we were talking about mountains. Yeah. I am the mountain, I am the sea. You <laughs> oh, can't take no. that away from me. As <laughs> no. lovely smack lip once wrote. Okay, so... Talking about I am the mountain, I am the sea, you can't take that away from me. Someone took away Flappy Birds from all of us. 
And fortunately, Flappy Birds is coming back, Flap Flap. Guy, you didn't get to download it first time around. Yes, Will you be scrambling on the servers to get your copy this time? I did, I did get to download it. Gareth, did you get to download it? I, I never even tried. Well, now you get to make amends. Yay. There's not much really that can be said for this, is there? I think <laughs> I knew it was going to be some kind of publicity stunt because I think a lot more people are now aware of Flappy Birds since the story of it being pulled down than they were before. And I think if Flappy Birds was left on the store, by now it probably would have been last month's news. But the news of it having a second wind and coming back again is just generating more publicity. Well, I just like this guy's quote. Like Somebody on Twitter said to him, are you going to put Flappy Bird back on App Store? And he replied, yes, but not soon. Excellent. Like, so that, could be, that could be like 20 years from now. It just yeah. pops up out of nowhere. I told you it would, guys. I suppose when he wants a little bit more money or he's burnt through the money that he's got at the moment, he'll bring it back. Oh, yeah. That money yeah. will last forever. And it doesn't, guy, does it? No. That's the thing with money. You spend it, you're going to lose it. <clears throat> okay, so unfortunately, last week, Shigeru Miyamoto dropped his phone down the toilet. So I was unable to relay secret Nintendo information to him. Luckily, Guy sent him a replacement, so this week he's got no choice. So what did he say, Guy? What's he been telling you this week? Um, well, I sent him a replacement, but I forgot to put my number in the replacement, so... Um, oh dear, embarrassing. Yeah, I haven't actually spoken to him this week, unfortunately. Oh dear. But, but there is some Nintendo news that came up today, so I'm going to talk about okay. that instead. Uh, they've announced that the first, the first batch of... Game Boy Advanced virtual console games that will be going to the Wii U in the oh, next yes, few Game weeks. Oh, yes, Game Boy Advance. I can't wait to play yes. those on my big television. All Whoa, up. like, the, I, don't, I don't get why Wii U, admittedly, but Advance Wars next week. Um, that's, that's the only game they need to bring out. Uh, yeah, uh, I think um, there's Super Mario Advance 3, Metroid Fusion, and oh, um, another one. No, no, it's great him. reporting. Just uh, but, well, to be fair, the only one that really, really matters is uh, Advance Wars. True. Let's be honest. Um, and I'm actually very happy to be able to actually buy that and play it again. I don't care if it's a GBA game. It yeah. was amazing. But, Guy, I don't think it's going to have that same sexual demeanour. <laughs> Why not? Because it's going to be blown up on the big screen. No, it isn't. isn't. Or you're going to play it on the little gamepad, are you? You mean the gamepad whose screen is bigger than the original Game Boy Advance, so is therefore an upgrade? Yeah, it's going to look awful. Mm. And I'm going to laugh. At I you. think it is. Okay, <laughs> alright. Yeah. Alright, Mr. It's one. You're in no position to judge. I'm going to judge you. You've got a Wii U, therefore you put all yourself right. out there to be judged. <laughs> Not really. Well, you know, if... I've got a little bit of news for you, Guy. Alright. Okay. Well, this, this is the appropriate literally... time for news. I was looking on uh, www.hotukdeals.co.uk, which is a site I came up with one day just for a laugh, and then people seem to just put stuff like, peas, 20p in Sainsbury's, club biscuits, £1 for 12 in Asda. No, we're not interested in that, guys. Who is it that gets so excited when they see these deals in Asda and stuff that they feel that they need to run home and post it on the internet for other people to be able to see. What oh. I'm interested in is the gaming deals. And today I saw the Xbox One are going to be having a downloadable game clearance. 
Ooh. which is quite good. Wait, we're going to be looking. Clearance, they don't have, they don't have stock they need to get rid of. <laughs> it's, it's not a physical thing. I think every, when they say clearance, people just suddenly, bang, I need to start buying things because oh, they're clear. Oh, I see. Like, like the way you go into HMV and they'd say, we're having a sale, even though everything's oh, the same price. Yeah. Oh, and you'd be like, that's ah. It. Right, so Tomb Raider, the new one, we're looking £22.49. <laughs> I got it for free. Well done, guy. That's so, really good. That game's but terrible. This is the new one. £22 for an Xbox One game is not bad. Thief, Deadly Shadows, £24.99. And I'm pretty sure you understand that that's not a bad price to pay for a game, is it? Not the one that just came out. That's all right. It is the one that's just come out, yeah. Not a great um, game, yeah. Also, Call of Duty Ghosts will be £33. So, obviously, the only downside is... You don't get to trade them in once you're finished, but they're good prices either yeah. way. And probably the amount uh, downloadable games should be anyway. Mm-hmm. And talking of uh, buying games on a whim, today I was in Sainsbury's uh, and I saw Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes, the fantastic new demo from Hideo Kojima uh, for £22.99. And like an idiot, I bought it. <laughs> um, so I've got that sitting in my bedroom in its cellophane wrapping. Uh, which I'm going to clench between my bum cheeks <laughs> and take a lovely picture to say hello to it. I feel uh, that's actually quite good, though. Yeah, it's been getting really good reviews. It depends how you play it, really. It is what you want it to be, Yeah. if, if you want to run through it. But anyway, that's that. I'll be talking about that next week in uh, what we've been playing next week. Um, no, we won't be doing that. <laughs> it's not called what we've been playing next week because we couldn't possibly know unless we time-travelled. Uh, what we've been playing this week, Guy Whitlock and Gareth Williams. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's video game music section. This week on the Facebook page, uh, Jenny Anderton was made new mod over our very own Guy Whitlock. But also on, I think it was the same day, um, she posted a picture that her... I think it's her fiance had bought her The Last of Us. It really got me thinking about that game and how great it is. And I just couldn't not use music from The Last of Us uh, in this week's podcast because I love it so much. It's just a great tone. And it's just a really cool piece of music every time you hear it. So here it is. This is the track The Last of Us from the official soundtrack of the game, The Last of Us.
Hello and welcome back to the Game Central podcast. Here is another one of our regular features. What is the game that Rob has been reading from the back of the box? Can you tell what it is just by him reading it? He's not going to give you any other clues apart from reading what is written on the back of the box. And you have to guess it. Okay, so last week was one of my favourite games, Gungrave Overdose. I don't know if you two of either of you have played Gungrave. No. Nope. No, you haven't played that. I sometimes think that I played nearly every game on PlayStation 2 <laughs> when I was going through my sad time. Um, so a lot of games were played, Gungrave being one of the best of them, a great manga anime style uh, third-person shooter. Uh, I would recommend picking it up. It might look a bit dated now. But the manga graphics were absolutely brilliant and would look brilliant in the HD remake. Unfortunately, this week I am in another room of my house which does not contain any games whatsoever. Strewn along the floor is a Disney store receipt, um, a few pennies and a laundry bag filled up with clothes because I am soon to be moving. Uh, That's going to be happening in two weeks. But right now, talking of moving... Let's move across the Atlantic, um, and we've got a guest that's joining us from a whole new country altogether. It's a little place known as, let me see if I can pronounce this correctly, uh, um, America, 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 that sounds right. That sounds right. I think. Yeah, have you heard of that before? Well, no, but then I've not heard of a lot of places. So. Well, to be honest, I've not had much communication with America and the only time I have done is over Xbox Live. And I'm sure we all agree that even then it's not too positive. So I hope that whilst talking to her, she'll resist from calling us fags. And, hey, Harry Potter, go and make some tea and crumpets. And just indulge in some good old-fashioned gaming chat, tinged with an edge of flirtation. Please welcome Vanessa Gonzalez. Oh, is that racist? So, Maybe. <laughs> So, Venetia, Venetia, sorry, it's a a name that I haven't come across before, Um, and literally it's going to take me a while to get used to. So, is there kind of a short way we can call you Ven? V? A lot of people call me Vinny. Vinny, excellent. (laughs) Right, so Vinny, I'd like to welcome you to the Game Central podcast. Um, Guy, you can hear laughing in the background like an embarrassed little girl. Uh, yeah. And you also have Gareth Williams, the bearded man from London. <laughs> I'm not from London. Not from London. I'm the bearded man from London. <laughs> Sometimes I get the two of us confused, <laughs> which is quite worrying. Uh, so what time is it there in the grand old United States of America? It is uh, 4.09 p.m. over here in New York. So oh. you're just getting ready for your dinner, tea. I don't know what you would call it over there. Supper, dinner. Supper, dinner. So, would you prefer Jesus me speaking God. like this, or would you prefer me to speak in your language? Because I had, did learn American at school. So, uh, okay, so we're here to do right for an actual site. Um, is there? Yeah. Would you like to give the name of the uh, company that you work for? I work with GameSkinny.com. Okay, that's great. Um, 
Also, we have our own little website called www.gamebanner.co.uk, and that's run by our resident expert, Gareth Williams. Oh, yeah. that's how people... Would you like to tell us a little bit about your gaming background, Vinicia? Well, I've been playing games since I was a young girl. I've been playing for, for about 30-plus years about now. Wow. Uh, yeah. And it's been wonderful because I've been seeing it grow into the marvel that it is today. And, I mean, I've been in love with the idea of playing with a controller and a console or a PC mouse and a keyboard since I was a little girl. Mm. And I've been writing throughout high school. I've also... Which, sorry, which means secondary school. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and uh, college which, you know, or university, and... Um, <laughs> differentiating it from us so we don't have to. And um, I was writing poetry as well. Uh, I had my first book published, and I was doing a review on Twitter uh, amongst people for The Last of Us on the PS3, and... People loved it so much. The next thing I knew, I got an email from Game Skinny, and I started writing for them. Okay, so it must be because basically, I tried uh, writing on a website. Uh, me and a f couple of friends uh, actually set up our own website, but then, as usual, I realised it took too much effort, and I decided to stop. <laughs> so basically, we didn't stop <laughs> writing for it because doing a podcast. Okay, that's all well and good. That's fine. That's great. You get together, you say a few jokes, you talk about games. But when you've got the dedication to actually sit there and write loads and loads of text, it's like uh, this <clears throat> site I come across called www.gamebanter.co.uk. You'll notice it is very rarely updated. <laughs> like you'll get the odd review here and there. But uh, in, in regards to content, <clears throat> too much. Uh, but, you know, it's hard when you're on your own running a website. But I understand that you've obviously got a love for writing in the first place, haven't you, Venetia? Yes. Um, I've been privileged to learn different variations of writing, studying English in school, and um, I fell in love with poetry in high school, and I started writing poetry and short stories, and last year published my first book. Congratulations. So writing, thank you. And so with writing as a background did make it easier uh, for writing gaming articles because I, I have that knowledge and, and used to that demand of, yeah. you know, learning, you know, how to put your articles together. Journalism yeah. is a format in itself is different uh, from writing, of course, poetry. You have a lot of emotions in it. Journalism you could be the first journalistic poet. You could say like, that would be great. That is it, like the last of us, the brush against my face of a whole new graphical consequence. Are we looking <laughs> at the future or am I sitting in the past? The next generation has occurred, but I'm happy to stay here where I belong. <laughs> Nine out of ten. Very well. Thank you very much. Very I have what they call a spontaneous poet here in England, a poet laureate. And Guy has actually written a poem tonight <laughs> to <laughs> celebrate your arrival. Uh, no, I haven't. And he has written it about the 
British industrial era where Britain became one of the finest that still works in the world. So, Guy, take it away. I haven't got anything. Excellent. That's just a re- it's just a really high concept poem. Yeah. In eight years' nothing... time, people will look back and be like, "Whoa, guy was so far ahead of his time." He was. It was controversial at the time, and you know, uh, saying nothing is usually more than saying nothing at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's very true. That is very true. So, Venetia, do you believe that the pen is mightier than the sword? <laughs> well, depends on what kind of sword. You know. um, <laughs> the one that Cloud Strife wields. Ah, uh, uh, I might say the pen. The pen. <laughs> the pen would win. Every... Guy, I like the way you go. Poof! Like <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong. We know she's wrong, guy. It's actually a metaphor that this, the actual pen can overcome more than the actual sword. Okay, guy. So if you slept with my wife, say, I could write you a letter explaining to you how you've hurt me how you've hurt my wife and how you've destroyed it rather than me just taking a sword to you and ending you straight away. Okay. Thank you. So, Vinicia, <laughs> what kind of games are you playing at the moment? What do you like to do in your spare time? I understand you've got three children and that's because you've told me, not because I've been stalking you. So what games have you been playing at the moment? Um, recently, I was playing the South Park Stick of Truth. Oh, okay, yeah. That's very interesting. I- I recently played that. Uh, I did a game review for it. And you got and... all the uncensored version, didn't you? Because you Americans can handle abortions and anal probing, apparently. <laughs> apparently, yes, we yeah. can. Uh, that was a bit... It's still... I'm still getting my... I haven't completely wrapped my head around some of the stuff I saw. That's South getting... Park, just summing it up, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's a raw American television show. Yeah. And the game, um, I had stated in my article, I was discussing it with my editor, Jay, and we were saying how they're famous for, you know, here's, they keep finding a line and just saying, hey, dude. Let's totally, there's a totally another line across over there. Let's just keep pushing you know? the line further and yes. further back. Yes. And because that line, stuff. it's a line that doesn't exist, you know, and we put it there by society. And things that were like <clears throat> controversial a few years ago, we're talking 50 years ago, such as women wearing, you know, short skirts. Now we don't <laughs> even care. Wear them. We yeah. like it. You know, so yeah. the line's been pushed forward yet again. People having sex on the street. I would see that. <laughs> no, but there, there, you see it, and you'd be like, oh, these guys these days, let's push the line further back. People didn't used to be able to say the C word on TV. Now it's being used. So the line's getting further and further pulled back and pushed forward. Or is it back? It's forward, isn't it? <laughs> I, I would say beyond forward. Yeah, beyond forward. So you just keep pushing that line. And there's going to come a point where one day someone's going to do something and the whole world is just going to stop. <laughs> Probably, I, I would say that. I know a lot of the discussion that we've been talking around in the office has been Metal Gear, uh, the uh, new part for Metal Gear Solid, which I have oh, not yeah. played yet. Um, I have not played it myself, but the topic... <clears throat> I actually bought that today. 
I bought it for £22.99 or $29. That's not, that's not the conversion rate. <laughs> it doesn't matter, okay. Gareth, because that's how much I would sell it if I own my own game shop in America. Okay. They get games cheaper, though, don't they, Gareth? Uh, well. Because they... they're like, I wouldn't pay $70 for this. This is crap. And then you're like, well, I paid like... Fifty pounds for it, which is more than seventy dollars. Yeah, but their minimum wage is different, so it's all very complicated economic and bullshit. We can't go into it right no. now. <laughs> we don't know well, enough to go into. It. We just make rules of ourselves. At the end of the day, we pay more for games than the equivalent. That's it. That's quite simple. Is it though? It is. is yeah. It? But is it? I just summed it up In quite sense, simply. Yes, I, I will agree. Well, there you go. Over there, okay. you guys do pay a bit more on the gaming end on, than we do. Yeah, which isn't fair. But, you know, no. I understand that you guys are better than us. <laughs> no. no, I don't see it that way. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. That's very kind of you. Um, and what is your kind of perception of the romantic English gentleman? Ah, <laughs> oh, I really, I don't have a sense. I really don't. I think the trick is, I know, I know you haven't spoken to him long, but just imagine the opposite of Rob in every possible sense, and you're sort of, uh, that's, what, that's what an English gentleman is like. He's a very poor specimen of the English <laughs> descendant, so. Right, thank you very much for your lovely words. That's fine. <laughs> Coming from someone with no testicles. Oh. I know. That, <laughs> that, that is American for, oh, that's out of order. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be going on now, Vanessa, to what we've been playing this week, and we'd like you to join us. Gareth is going to insert a little jingle here, maybe something a little American. What? You can't just <laughs> ask me to... What? What does that even mean? American woman, stay away from me. Yeah. American woman, mama let me be. Right, so that is the jingle. So what have we been playing this week? Guy, we'd like to start with you because you're the most interesting. So take it away. Final um, Fantasy X until about yesterday. Um, it's the same as it was, what, no, 13 it's... years ago? No, it is, it's like... I mean, you graphic... sure, Guy? I, I'm sure, yeah. The graphics... It's the same game, Final Fantasy X. <laughs> See, this is, why, this is why not everyone can review games. Because some no. people are like guy. Yeah. So Vinicia, basically, as a um, someone that does this for a living and someone that does this on a professional level, reviewing games, if you could just listen to Guy and then maybe give him some tips after he's just reviewed Final Fantasy X HD. Not, since when was I reviewing it? That's what I we just... basically do. We tell no, it... people about the games, what we've been playing, what we like, what we didn't like, how we like it. It's kind of like a little mini review, okay? <laughs> no nice. Thank you very much. Now, Guy, go. Um, the graphics are a lot, a lot better. Um, but, are they? Um, is it because they've been let me... <laughs> No, because let me finish what I was going to say. Okay, but on. the graphics are better, but you don't really notice it because sort of, you know, a bit of the rose-tinted specs, like nostalgia. Like you remember a game, look, if you go back and look at the original Final Fantasy X now, it looks like crap. But, yeah, but at the time, you I mean, at the was, time... What's the benchmark, guy? At, at the, the time, time but I remember it looking how good it looks 
in the new version. It's called rose tinted. Yes, that's what I just said. That's what that's what I'm, <laughs> that's the that point I'm making. That, you, you could have just said rose tinted spectacles, and you wouldn't I have did. to make. I said those words. Right. So as you can see, Vinicia, guy gets very very scared, <laughs> and he withdraws away from what he's saying. Um, no, I don't I know exactly what I was trying to say. I'm shouting him down at the time that he's trying to explain something, which might put added pressure on him. But let's just see what he does in the second part if he can redeem himself. Okay. Well, that's about it. Other than that, it's the same as it always was. Excellent. So, Vinicia, <laughs> would that make you tempted to go out and buy the game? Based on that review, probably not. Thank you very much. You <laughs> it's nice to know that there are people out there that agree, because when you do this podcast for quite a while, you start to think maybe it's quite insulated. Maybe I'm not hearing what Guy is saying properly. <laughs> but it's nice to know that it is a genuine problem. So... <laughs> Guy, on to your second game of the week, which has been... South Park, finally. Oh, finally. no way. Finally. 18 days after it came out. Well, this is the part, though, where you go. It's all right. And well, then it. To be honest, I really wasn't very excited when it came. I was... It, the, you know how hyped up I was for it. It just sort of wore off over the last two weeks. <laughs> Seeing everyone else talk about it, it just sort of turned into a bitter hatred. For the game, did, um, seems like so, you've got sloppy seconds, like but, you yeah. fight with the woman that's yeah. been with everyone. Did you have that's, to? Fight? That's, that's exactly what it's Did like. you have to pay extra, or did you just get your free copy? No, no, I got my free copy. They didn't even send me a, like a dispatch thing or a confirmation or anything. I was just they just turned up at work yesterday. Okay, not free though, really, is it? Quite technically. Well, no, because oh, they didn't give you the money back. <laughs> the same amount, but you got it later than everyone else. <laughs> yeah, basically. So there um, we go. But I did spend a couple of hours on it last night, and I think I did the the little tutorial at the beginning, and then just sort of walked around for like two hours. Ah, dog! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, bro! That scared the shit out of me. I know dogs scare me too. Guys. I've got a kind of reaction uh, that saves me, and it has saved me on more times than it hasn't. So oh, if you don't crap. mind, I'm going to continue with that reaction because it does save me on numerous occasions, especially. As my mum comes from a council estate. Uh, right, so guy, go. Um, I did the tutorial. I just sort of wandered around the town for like two hours. I didn't actually even look at the what I was meant to be doing. I just explored and. It's nice you know, to to explore a place so familiar with. I mean, you, I could tell I was playing a South Park game when, after about two minutes, I I was doing a shit. So you know, that's good. <laughs> that's all good fun. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. That's about all you're going to get on me, I think. Thank you very much, Guy. That was a little bit better than uh, the one before. Uh, I think everyone would agree with that. But still not up to the calibre that we expect. Nope. Thank you very much, Guy Whitlock. <laughs> I like to keep stick to my reputation. Right, so, Gareth, before you run out, literally, and buy a copy of South Park for many of the <laughs> supermarket chains that are open 24-7, yeah. uh, can you please let us know what you've been playing this week? Titanfall. Uh, yep, I've played through Titanfall, start to finish on the campaign. A couple of rounds of multiplayer. Got any questions? Uh, Venetia's got quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the gameplay? Uh, the gameplay is fantastic. It's pretty much what everyone was saying before it came out, which was that you have to play it for yourself to really understand yeah. how satisfying everything is. Um, it's so silk, isn't it, Gareth? It's pure silk. 
Yeah, there's the odd time where, you know, like, me and you have this same problem, Rob, with Assassin's Creed, where you're supposed to be this super cool assassin, but then you'll be running to jump off a roof, and instead your character will, like, drop off into a pile of people yeah. dead clumsily, and you'll be like, well, that's not very cool. Sometimes you'll be like... That online. So, well, sometimes you'll, like, jump, go to jump to a ledge, and your character's, like, well, your character will hit it and, like, fall down and rub his <laughs> face on it. And you'll ju- you'll do a double jump to try and get up to the ledge, and then they'll just sort of flail against it, and then just slide down the building, looking like a fish. And it's like, yeah. oh, that could have been a bit smoother. But that only happens every once in a while. But the controls are so intuitive, aren't they? Oh yeah, all of that takes place in like a second, just because the whole thing moves so quickly. Um, it's very fluid in their move in the movements. Yeah, and by and large, uh, everything works pretty well jumping on top of uh, enemy titans is sometimes a bit weird because if they're moving at you they can uh, kill you by stepping on you but sometimes yeah. like like you can jump on the titans but sometimes if you're like jumping towards them and they're moving towards you the game will interpret that as like them stepping on you instead of you jumping on them so it's really that's been a bit frustrating because i do that every time anytime i see an enemy titan i'm like i'm jumping <laughs> on that run after it come on and sprint Go <laughs> It's so fun because you like I always just use the little smart pistol, which is like a lock-on pistol. So to kill a titan, yeah. I have to whip out like my secondary weapon, which is just a regular handgun. So then I'm just on top of a titan, like bam, 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 bam. Oh, it's so satisfying. Looking nuts. Yeah. So just playing it, have you come across any of the uh, Americans? Uh, no, I'm just on the <laughs> EU servers. Lucky for that, isn't it? Because you know <laughs> they can be quite uh, quite brash sometimes, can't they? And ruin it for everyone else. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised, Vanessa, that you're allowing us to talk without jumping in, going, "You British fags, <laughs> <laughs> so gay." I, I, I'm nice. I'm nice. Well, can you not do that just to add a bit of character? So, well, okay, I can. Fine, I, I can be rude. Right, so Gareth. Yeah. You're going to be describing a little bit more Titanfall. And just suddenly, Vinicia, I want you to shout out, Shut up, you fag! <laughs> okay, right, so Gareth, go ahead, please. Um, okay, uh, number of different... Shut up, fag! Oh, my God! <laughs> that was... Uh, I felt the hatred behind that. Uh, that was really good. That was uh, really genuine. Authentic. That was an authentic American person <laughs> insulting you, which I think we should be proud of. I'm glad we got it on yeah, air. That's... Roy, America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she, she, she we created a monster. Yep, yeah, we have, and we're going to send her and unleash her into the PC market and play on only on EU servers. <laughs> and she's going to follow you around constantly. <laughs> Look at that fag on top of the Titan. Get a life. Oh, my God. He's only got his hand gone out. Jeez, God. Oh. Yeah. Oh there God, we go. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, Titanfall. Titanfall. <laughs> um, so the the problems with Titanfall. Titanfall rocks. Yeah. Jesus. So playing it is really fun, um, but everything else around it is like kind of disappointing. Um, the story oh. is ridiculously bad. Like yeah. <laughs> the way it's told. Um, it's basically just a radio play that plays in the background of multiplayer matches. So okay. you'll you'll start a level and you'll be like airdropped in and there'll be a 
your commander talking to you while she's being dropped in, like, so okay, we're going to go into this refueling station and we need the fuel, so you're going to go in and get the fuel. Exactly. And yeah. then you drop out and then there'll just be a radio play while you play, like, a regular multiplayer match. But they never said, let's be fair here, Gareth, they never said that it was going to be a stunning single-player mode, did they? No, but the extent to which there isn't a single-player mode is kind of insane. <laughs> it's just, you just play multiplayer matches with people talking... Yeah. In the background, it's ridiculously bad, like, and they try oh, to make right. you care about the story as well. And there's just no way I'm going to care. It's hard for me when I was playing it. I found it hard to even hear what was going on with so many people talking, as it is in the multiplayer match itself. Yeah, yeah. They even have like there's voiceover in the game, which is actually pretty good. Where it'll say like, uh, for example, if you're in the like uh, capture the flag mode. There'll be a voiceover that's like, okay, the enemy flag is in that building you're walking up to. There's a pilot in there. Watch out. It's all really custom um, to the situation in a multiplayer match. So the, the commanding officer will be like, you're approaching a command point. Go and capture that. Careful for enemy troops. Yeah, but you said like the single player, you get like the sort of cutaway in the corner, don't you? A video of what's going on. Yeah. But everything's so hectic. You can't sit back and enjoy the story or what's going on. No. In that, no. you're in a massive shootout going on with mechs flying everywhere. No, I mean, it's kind of clever in the way that even if you lose a game, they'll they'll find a way to keep the story going. Um, yeah. Correct, yes. You can lose every single round in the campaign and you'll still get the full story because they'll just blag it, basically. Oh, that's polite. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the first level is, like, a refueling mission. And uh, if you win, then the voice at the end will say, like, we got all the fuel we needed, good job. If you lose, they'll say, well, we got just enough fuel to keep going for a few more months, and that's the only difference. Yeah. It's, it's a bit... It's, it is it is lazy, but... It's the, all about the fuel, isn't it? It's all about the fuel. Frontline's fuel of war. Quake is. enemy territory. Yeah. My horse and me. The thing that kills me is <laughs> they could have made such a kick-ass campaign with these mechanics. The game's yeah. oh, so I fun agree. to play. But, like, especially with the Call of Duty background they have, holy crap. That first Modern well, Warfare Call game. Call of Duty, yeah, it was a brilliant story, Gareth. Yeah, I know, that's what I'm saying. It's the same, maybe the same people, but with no yeah. story at all. Maybe they'll release it as downloadable content. Oh, don't say day. that. That'd be quite I nice. I can't afford that, I have no money. Gareth, have you ever heard of www.piratebay.co.uk? <laughs> they have all that stuff you want for free. Oh, that's it's nice. nice. What's the it's catch? like a free, a free shop or something. I'm not sure what it is, but you just type in what you want and download it. And also is available uh, all different kinds of American TV shows that are not out over here yet or available. Wow, that sounds like a great deal. It is. I think so they've only just launched that kind of uh, service in England. Uh, it's similar to Netflix, sense. but you don't stream it. It just has to download, then you watch it. Wow, they'll make a lot of money doing that. They will, and I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> all above board. It sounds really, really legal. It sounds really it good. It does. All you have to do is pay your connection fee to your internet provider every month, which is around £30, and you can download anything you want. Anyway, I I heard uh, some interesting uh, agreements with me earlier from Venetia about time okay. for, so I want to hear what she has to say. There we go. It's polite. <laughs> Well, for Titanfall, I haven't finished the entire campaign yet. Um, I've been I've been playing uh, bits and beats, bits and pieces of it. <laughs> bits and beats. That's American. <laughs> but for I bits agree. And <laughs> but 
I do agree as far as the story being told through these NPC radio little video connections. I have a hard time following it when I have so many people in the multiplayer yelling and or <laughs> talking or Sorry about that bloody English people. <laughs> They're really annoying. It, I had a hard time and because it's such it's such a massive multiplayer it almost feels like not everybody's doing what they're supposed to do because everyone's too busy, you know, wanting to get the kills or yep. trying to. It, it, similar to playing any multiplayer match of Black Ops or Call of Duty, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I feel all... that I felt that I'm the one who's trying to capture. I'm the one who was trying to do this or what we're supposed to be doing, and everybody and else, else is just. Yep. It's just, you know, I want to get in the Titan. I want to get my Titan kills. Yeah. I found it frustrating when the Titans are dropping. Uh, and I also found it hilarious at the same time how you can get your kills just from the Titan drops. Yeah. Uh, but I I was disappointed knowing when the game was coming out that there wasn't going to be a single player aspect to begin with. I, it was a bit creative how they tried to incorporate some type of storyline through a multiplayer aspect, but yet at the same time, I think many players lose that sense of what the story is, what is actually going on, because it is quite difficult to hear when you have all these other people in the background talking and and there isn't that sense of teamwork necessarily unless you're going into an actual match and you happen to have a bunch of people that you know who are playing. Yeah. But the graphics, the gameplay mechanics, the fluidity of movement, I thought was fantastic mm-hmm. um, in itself. And there's nothing more badass. It's just being a titan and just taking care of everything. I just thought that was, I thought it was neat. Yeah, it, very, it's really cool. <clears throat> I was very pleased with that part, um, but I think they could have done a lot better with as far as working in the storyline. If they wanted to keep it multiplay, they could have done a better job incorporating that, I think. Mm-hmm. That's my just my personal take on that. Yeah, th- there's a level that literally starts out with your team being airdropped next to a guy stood next to a grave who's clearly really sad about somebody dying and then you right. just run straight past him and just start shooting yeah. people it's like yeah it's just not i can't connect with this character who's clearly dead like sad someone's dead because then you're just having me run straight literally you run over the person's grave and yeah. then into shooting people <laughs> it's insane <laughs> Yeah, there's no, there's no, I didn't feel any sense of connection with anything that was going on. I just felt as if it's just a, a really nice car to look at and it's really fast to drive. But, you know, getting any details on the maker or I guess in that sense, it, there's that loss of connection there. Yeah, it doesn't feel like the people who made Call of Duty 4 made this, I don't think. Um, it, it, it feels a bit rushed to me. Like, do you remember in Call of Duty 4, the first time you got the perk Martyrdom, where like you die and you drop a grenade? Yeah. 
Like, that's right. so creative and cool. And the first time I ever saw that, it kind of blew my mind. The idea that somebody could kill me, but then I sort of get the last laugh because my grenade drops and I kill them. There's nothing right. equivalent to that in this game. It's just, you've got a Titan, you unlocked a new missile for it. And it's like, what's the incentive, though? Everything kills things at pretty much the same rate. Yeah. Like, all, all the that's Titan weapons feel too. very similar. There's no real... Yeah, like, they do. The um, there's a lightning weapon that's useless, and then you just fire fire missiles when you press right bumper. It's all very samey. What's going on? In the... <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even know what that is. Is someone getting attacked? Why <laughs> are you rummaging to... through your drawers? Someone's trying to break in to Venetia's house. <laughs> it is America, right? They have crime there. Okay. She lives in the now, Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I live now. Unfortunately, no. Unfortunately. You live in Brooklyn. <laughs> no. I, you, I was actually born and raised in Brooklyn, but now I live in upstate, upstate New York. So I live out in the country. Oh, that's nice. Which um, is not so bad with the crime rate, so let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So, Gareth Williams, have you been playing anything else other than Titanfall? Uh, just more Earth Defense Force and League of Legends. And we know how much you love that. And would you like to tell Vinicia who you main as on League of Legends? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I go a uh, Miles mid or a Lux support, which is quite a controversial choice. A lot of people don't play Lux support because she's more suited to a mid. But I like to play her support just to be a little uh, a little bit off off kilter with everyone. Throw so, Vinicia, you may want to just throw some cold water over yourself right now to just cool down. Uh, and then you can share with us what it is you've been playing this week? Well, like I said, I was playing, uh, trying out the South Park Stick of Truth. Yeah. And I have to say, that game, I mean, it's a wonderful RPG. Thank you. Um, I played it on the 360. Um, but in my review, I know I had... And I... If you don't like the South Park shows... You're not going to like the game, pretty much. Well, I yeah. mean, this is this is definitely for the South Park enthusiasts. I love the Lord of the Rings and Elder Scrolls type twists. Like Skyrim, you prefer Skyrim, don't you? <laughs> oh, I'm a huge Skyrim fan. Huge. Yeah, excellent. Because it well, it did improve on what Oblivion set out, didn't it? And kind of perfected it on every level. Yes. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I think. But, you know, to each their own opinion. No, no, that's actual fact, though, Vinicia. <laughs> like, there are opinions, but then there's facts. If I said to you, oh, my opinion is the sky is blue, that's that's not an opinion, that's fact. <laughs> what, but... And Skyrim being better than Oblivion is fact, and that's our fact of the day. So, <laughs> Vinicia, you have enjoyed South Park. Uh, any yes. other games you've been enjoying this week? Um, I have been just actually... Just got messing around with Titanfall, and I'm still messing around with some mods on Skyrim on my PC as well. So. Guy also uses mods, but he normally uses mods in P uh, multiplayer, uh, giving him some advantages on the battlefield, which I think is wrong. Oh, 
that is. Someone it is one, Someone he's one of those guys. What he'll go shit. around with aim bots. He'll go around with all what? sorts. And he'll think he's so cool. And he'll post pictures on uh, Facebook. And women go, oh, guy, you're so cool. You're so deadly online. <laughs> and basically, we know that he's just using aim bots and such and taking all the credit for it, which makes me sick. Dad, you know what? That would make me sick, too. God, <laughs> it is annoying. So disappointed. <laughs> Oh. You should be disappointed in Guy. We all are, but he still carries on doing it. Yes, yes, I do. Which is absolutely awful. <laughs> that but is 100% true. It makes me so sad. It, it makes now. me sad as well, but, you know, sometimes you have to resort to, you have to stoop to a certain level to, you know, get what you want. And I want all the bitches, so. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Now, that is not how we refer to them. They are women. We're trying to teach him about this, Vinicius. Uh, and this is probably the first time he's actually made a woman genuinely laugh. So, guy, right, well done. You're growing up before our very eyes, and we congratulate you. Thanks. Okay, okay. now, yeah, excellent. Now, if she, only if she wasn't thousands of miles away. Uh, could be onto something there. But, uh, Vinicius, have you been buying... Uh, buying? Uh, Vinicia, have you been playing any other games this week, or are they your main two? They have been my main two. I'm pretty much just uh, been writing me mostly, so the little time I have gotten to play, that's been about it. I will be playing Elder Scrolls Online starting next yeah. week, so well, I'll be how doing did you some find guide the writing. time to play all these games? Before my family left me, I had... <laughs> Very limited time to play games. So with three children and a journalistic career, it must be very hard. Well, gaming has been a key aspect. Um, I taught my kids how to play games. Yeah. My, my little one, his very first video game was Halo. Nice. Um, oh. Mine was so. Manhunt. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, they need to know how to kill someone using only a plastic bag from where I'm from. So, you know, it's really, really viable that they learn. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's very, very important. Uh, so, anyway. Bef- I, have a gaming, I have a gaming household. I mean, yeah. everyone in my house. My three boys, um, they're older. Um, my youngest being 14. So they're all gamers. That That's is the age where you are really good at games when you're 14, when you've got those quick reactions. Uh, yeah. You can annoy people online by calling them names and not have any sort of comeuppance. Correct. But <laughs> I hope that you do tell them off if you hear swearing coming from their rooms. Oh, yeah. There's no swearing yeah. allowed in my house. So. I'm very glad of that. Because when no, Guy was younger... I have to practice what I preach, though, I will, I will say. I do yeah. have to practice. So before I go on to what I have been playing, uh, it's time for uh, one of our other regular features. What are we wearing? So, <laughs> oh my uh, God. Gareth, if you'd just like to start us off. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm wearing. Why don't you just go along with it. Just say no. What? Well, he asked nicely. This is, this is why he's got this ego problem. You let him do what he wants. You just he's the host. Off. He's the host. So, so what's he going to do over Skype? Do this every week. Why now? Have you started to have a problem with it? <laughs> it's 
because I'm here. No, please don't think it's because you're here. We do this every week. It's not included in the podcast. It's just something we like to do, you know, just to chill us out, have a little break from talking about this. So, Guy, are you wearing your white fronts again? I am, yeah. Gareth, you still wearing those suspenders? Uh, only one side. Wow. <laughs> No, anything Jeez, suspend, anything. It's just collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually wearing a dressing gown that's purple. Uh, it's quite thick, actually, because my girlfriend got one at Christmas, and so did I. But mine's very thin, and it serves no purpose whatsoever. <laughs> and hers is quite thick and luxurious. So I'm wearing that. How about you, Vinicia? <laughs> I am wearing a Titanfall t-shirt that I got from Loot Crate this month. There it's we Titan- go. Nice. Titanfall was the theme for March, so I'm locking that out. Okay. Anything else? Or... <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> Some pants would be nice. I'm wearing pants. Pants are actually where we're from. Pants is just, it's not giving the right kind of image right now. Because I'm, I'm imagining like some kind of Y-front pants with a Titanfall t-shirt see i don't get that when she says pants pants around here means like trousers like yes yeah really well, different up north well yeah. guys he's technically closer to america than we are <laughs> so that's probably where it's from yeah i don't think he is i'm on the northwest so. oh northwest okay yeah yeah there you so go. uh that was very nice uh it's probably the wrong time of day to ask that because you will be wearing what it is you'll be wearing. Wait, I think my window is... Ah, dog! It's <laughs> literally about to cave in because it's making noises. <laughs> so I'm going to get away from my window. Uh, it sounds like the... Um, it's creaking. The dogs can sense my fear. Venetia's <laughs> just being attacked by wild dogs. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, my dog. My dog sees me talking, but knows I'm not talking to her, so she gets upset and jealous. Bit jealous yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm like. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the Game Central audience. Normally we uh, we keep things quite lowbrow on the podcast, I think you'll agree. But this week, Rob's really tried to class it up a bit for the first ever iTunes episode. He decided to treat us all to an impromptu play that he had written. He had hired his uh, friends and family to star in. And we think you'll agree, it really is a treat for the ears and really makes the whole podcast feel a bit more upmarket than the standard iTunes podcast. And we can only hope as to be so lucky as to be treated to more of his work in the future. Uh, but for now, just sit back and enjoy the work of art that is Rob's Boiler Room Play. Right, so I've gone into another room that isn't so daunting. There's Vince. My friend Vince is outside. Just give me a second. Sorry, he's just come around to look at my boiler. Oh. <laughs> is this really the time? Sorry, <laughs> Becky. Uh, Vince is just at the door to look at the boiler. <laughs> Can you go and uh, help him out? Are you still doing that? Yeah, literally. 
Baby, just show him the boiler. He's the boiler man. He works for British Gas. Wait, I can't. I'm talking to Guy and... I've got no pants on and my penis is... Baby, oh, God, this is embarrassing. I've got to the front door to my friend who's come over. I'm wearing a purple bloody dressing gown with no pants. Oh, God, and you're going to be privy to all of this. Oh, Sorry about this, Vanessa. Uh, Vanessa. Uh, I know how you started it last time. Cut at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, before the uh, title. Yeah. So I'm very sorry. Did you just put that last uh, eight seconds in at the beginning? So, 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 Thank you. You know what I'm like, bloody weirdo, isn't I? Right, so this is a roving podcast at the moment. It really is. <laughs> oh dear, the dog's done a poo in the games room. <laughs> this is our first one on iTunes. This is meant to be the professional one that people will hear for the first time. You can edit all this. Right, so you guys have talked about games. No, you can't. It's too Talk funny. about fucking playing. <laughs> what have you been playing, Rob? <laughs> The boiler fun. Yeah, look, we had it turned down to two. What does that even mean? It means it's too dark. <laughs> Not even Venice. He's kind of far up for Venice. Turn himself off because he's weak. So sorry, Venice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, welcome. I'm sorry to call you. No, 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 no. It's all right. I was kind of just on my way round to the KFC anyway, but. Thank you, as my team has been so far. So, how did you turn that down? I wasn't even a touch, my boy. Some people turn it down and they think they're saving gas. Oh, I haven't turned it down. Yeah. Becky probably turned it down behind my back. Playing games with you. <laughs> yeah, because she'll say the boiler's not working. She makes it. I hope that's yeah. the dog. Well. Yeah. Oh, Vince, I'm sorry well, about that. It's not coming on yet, is it? No. <laughs> so basically, I could go into her and just basically have a go at her and say, well, "Don't you touch outside, what you don't yeah. understand?" Let's have a quick look at this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, let's go. <laughs> the boxes are packed. We're ready to move. It's going to be a very exciting time. This is the send cylinder. Let me just turn the light on. Oh, man. Yeah, I know you got heat guys both This is weirdly fascinating. Yeah. So, so that's, um, that's that. So, oh God, I hate, I hate Betty. Just the thing she does. So, yeah, that's it, isn't it? That's all on. That's all ready to That's all Let's get in hot. Well, thank so you, you for coming in no and basically just turning a switch. <laughs> Literally. British gas. You know, I could have called someone out and they could have charged me like £500. Pounds. They could have made a song and dance out of it. Yeah, always oh, your. Yeah, always oh, your. Yeah, or, or your flange is leaking. Yeah. You need to buy a new one. Leaky flange, I hate it. Feel free to have a nappy or something. There's a nappy there. No, I'm full, I'm full. Yeah, you can't possibly have that. Thanks, Atvin. Sorry, so, so sorry. Ed Dexter, get in, please. Now, you're a dog. You can't do what you want. Right, Becky. Fins around here, right? All it was, was the bloody switch. The thing was turned down the knob. The knob, there's a little knob, and it was turned down to two. I've never been in there. You've never been in there. 
never been in there. I've seen you in there loads of times. No, you haven't. I have. The knob that's on the boiler, you've just literally no, turned I it up. No, I haven't. I've never been in that cupboard. Why would I go you in there? You went in there today, I saw you. No, I didn't. You did. She knocked all the wood down as bloody Mate, you shouldn't have wood everywhere. You should just. Bloody hell. Stop playing up to your little friends. They're not my little friends. They're big friends. And I've got a friend from America. Wow. Just listening onto this wow. about how us bloody British people live our lives. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to report us back to America. <laughs> And we're going to bloody be shut down. They're going to invade us because we can't even bloody do ourselves. We're next. I'll tell you, that we're next. Bloody America. Hello and welcome to the Game Sense Podcast. Um, that was just a little bit glitch there. Um, my boiler basically has broken down. And me and Becky have gone without heat for the last five days. And as you know, it's been quite cold here. It has. Um, We've been sitting there shivering night after night, huddling together for warmth. Uh, Vince, my friend who worked for British Gas, which he basically came over and he just said, oh, yeah, the uh, the stack things just turned down a little bit slow. And he just basically <laughs> turned it clockwise a few inches. And then he said, there you go, done, it should work now. <laughs> so there you go. Been uh, living in fear and cold for no apparent reason. Wow. Is Vanessa still there, or has she given up? I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. But giving up slowly. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. It's just you know things like this happen in life. I'm sure you understand. You have three children yourself, and yes. uh, I didn't mean to. Uh, I'm just. My life's a mess. Thus concludes the first ever episode of Game Central Theatre. We hope you enjoyed it. Right, no, actually. Right, so what have I been playing this week? Um, I've been playing a bit of Need for Speed Rivals, which uh, which is a good game. Uh, I've been playing on Xbox One. Uh, it's a bit so melodramatic, though. Um Anything they say it just blows it all completely out of context. And uh, it says, like, we own the roads. The roads are there for the taking. I live on the edge because you're too scared too. I am the one who races past you in the night. And, you know, the, the tutorial, tutorial goes on forever. I don't know if you've played it, Vinicia. I have not. I have not. No, but I thought I'd put it on for a quick play. But the tutorials go on for so, so long. They really do. And um, it's just getting through that, basically, and playing it. I played it on PlayStation 4 originally, and I bought it again for Xbox One. So, yeah, that's quite nice. Been playing a bit of Truth. Um, I'm not really a big RPG fan, but I have been enjoying it. Uh, It's just... Bisht? What? I can hear kind of tapping. Hello? <laughs> no, we hear you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought someone was trying to communicate with me through the medium of tapping. Um, yeah, so that's... that's. Re- Sorry, my mind's... As you can imagine, it's all over the place right now. And you expect me to be professional. So, yeah, basically, I haven't been playing any games that have really jumped out. I'm going to be playing Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes tonight, hopefully. Um, finished Assassin's Creed yesterday. Didn't like it at all. Uh, but <laughs> as all gamers do... We put ourselves through the anger and the misery 
just because it's there and we feel that we have to complete it because we've bought it. So if we don't complete it, we're somehow a failure. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my what I've been playing this week, mostly. Um, so yeah, not too bad. No have FIFA? Any of you, have any Sorry, of you played Plants vs. Zombies? Plants vs. Zombies. That, that's actually... Is, have you played that? Because Guy the was talking about his friend last week. You had it. You bought it. Yeah, I played a bit of it. I played a bit of it. I thought it's a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't give it the time of day, but apparently I've been hearing some good things about it. It, it, it's, a, it's a lot of fun with the, the different characters that you can, you know... Especially customizing your characters is quite entertaining, okay. uh, but it's a really it's a really fun shooter. I thought. Um, what would you compare it to? It's basically Plants vs Zombies as Battlefield, pretty much. Oh, okay. hmm. I mean, that's the best description. Is just taking Battlefield and using, but visually, you're doing nothing but Plants vs Zombies. Who's the who's the audience for that game? That's what I can't figure out about it. Um, it's it's an I know it's E for everyone. Um, uh, there you go. <laughs> there's a lot of everyone. there's a lot of adults who actually play. My fiance loves Plants vs. Zombies. Oh, you didn't tell me about a fiance. <laughs> and um, so kids are playing in adults. I think it's anyone who. Just has played the the phone version of the of the games. I think it's just aiming at everyone, and then anyone who's a lover of Battlefield. So well, it, well, I don't a, think there's, there's yeah. one dynamic. I don't there's, a, there's a lot of a lot of man children in this country who like to play like the Lego games, like Lego Star Wars, Lego Lord of the Rings, Lego Marvel. They just lap it up. Yeah, but that's not the same thing. Though. You never know, Gareth. Well, I would like you play, playing. You would play Lego Plants vs Zombies. Well, no, I would. Yeah, you would. <laughs> no, I would. I would. Yeah, he would. He would buy it. He'd be first in line. But see, like people who want a first-person shooter like that are gonna just play Battlefield anyway. And people who like Plants vs Zombies like it because it's Plants vs Zombies, not because they like the characters of the plants or the zombies. How can you not like well, Plants? No, this is something you know. Uh, endearing about some of the plants and zombies. But plants guy. Yeah, but they're not just plants. Plants and zombies. They're not just plants. They've got storylines. They've got feelings <laughs> and emotions. Who's your favourite plant guy? My, uh, it's been a long time since I've played it. Yeah, so you don't know them. So I don't even remember. So, um, yeah. I'm going to sh- go back to uh, lurking in the corner quietly. <laughs> Thank I'll you very I'll much. I'll go back to the corner. <laughs> So, Vinicia, does it make you feel somewhat unsettled to know that there's someone <laughs> lurking in the corner listening to your every word? No, no. No? It's nice. No. no Complimentary. I don't mind. Especially with some of the messages I get on Xbox Live. Wow, wow, wow. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but ever since I got the Xbox the Live vision camera, I can't stop. <laughs> It's just so much easier. I don't even need to write anything anymore. A picture says so much. Yeah, I, I would say so. People, I would say what? I've gotten some interesting pictures over the years. Oh, really? 
I do yeah. as well. Oh, Xbox Live. That makes me sad. Yeah. As he soon was... as they hear a female's voice in a game, yeah, your gamer. They are like rabid just... dogs. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I hate that gamers are like that. I hate it so much. <laughs> I know. But it's true, you know, when when you hear a woman, Gareth, on Xbox Live, you're just like, whoa, whoa, quickly on my last played list, friend request, friend request, friend request. Oh, hello, will you be my friend? Oh, you look nice, can you send me a picture, blah, blah, blah. It's just a way of getting to know women. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much it. I, you nailed it right there on the head. And they they love it, don't you, Vanessa? You can say that it's annoying, but, you know, it's nice. You know, some of it's flattering, some of yeah. it is just downright vulgar. Yeah, and, and the way they think that that's the way you talk to a lady. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you know, I just, you know, don't always remember how much I've always wanted a picture of some strange man's genitalia. Um, yeah, I can't remember the last time I woke up and go, you know what? I wish some guy would just send me a picture of his member. You know. Well, yeah. Well, if you ever feel like you do, then you know I'm on Facebook and I've got loads. <laughs> you just saved on my hard drive. Oh dear. So you tell me what you want, what kind of setting you want behind it. If you wanted to wear a little hat or something, and I've probably got the picture for you. Oh, awesome! Oh. Thank you very much. I do hope that's genuine and not sarcasm. No, that was genuine. That was genuine. Okay, well, that is the Game Central podcast for this week. Uh, we've had a few interruptions from dogs, a few interruptions from friends trying to repair my boiler successfully, and a few interruptions from Guy Whitlock. But all in all, I think we've done very well today. I'd like to thank our guest, Venicia Gonzalez. Um, you don't mind if I say it like Vinicio Gonzalez? It doesn't matter. It's Thank fine. you, because we did have this discussion before, whether it was a little bit racist. You have to understand, in England, when we say anything, it's basically racist. <laughs> so if you say, my friend who's black, that's automatically racist. Here as well. Excellent. <laughs> but it's nice to know the world is messing up altogether. Uh, I'd like to thank my men, Gareth Williams, and my boy, Guy Whitlock. You're very welcome. Yeah. And hopefully... It's pleasure. Hopefully, we will all be back next week for another edition. And if you do have any penis pictures and you want to send them along to Vinicia Gonzalez, that is her name on Facebook, she would be very, very pleased to siphon through them all and choose the best for her new section next week, Who's Got the Best Penis? Also, <laughs> by Guy Whitlock. Yes. Thank you very much, and goodbye. Bye. Thank you. Yeah. Bye-bye.